Hello, and my name is Q, and welcome to The Education Burrito, a podcast where we unwrap the learning and teaching, exploring the ins and outs and highs and lows of different pedagogy approaches, enhancing student engagement amongst everything in education. So if you're still listening in this future, who knows when, I'm still recording this podcast episode in the pandemic and still working from home. On a positive note, it's time for another chimichaga challenge. Let me just remind you what this is. It's a challenge where I try to summarise a learning and teaching or a student engagement paper in seven minutes. Why seven minutes? Well, three minutes like the three minutes thesis competition is too short and I would definitely sweat so much that I will be swimming in it. Ten minutes just seems like forever and I don't want to bore you to death. Five minutes? Well, never really a fan of five minutes I went halfway. So, are we ready? Right, let me just get the timer and a heads up as well. There might be different noises to represent the amount of time I have left. So you might hear ducks quacking halfway through, sheep sparring with one minute to go, and of course, a finely bell when the time is up. Alright, let's do the countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4... Three, two, one, zero, go, start. The paper I've chosen today is titled Power and Paragraphs, Academic Writing and Motions by Emily Foster from Des Montfonts University. I have selected this paper as we all write, no matter whether you're a member, staff or a student. I was wondering how I feel emotionally when I write. Do I procrastinate? This paper argues that supporting students with the emotional aspects of academic writing is important to develop that element of the individual's work. Drawing on the learning identities by Bloomer and Hawkinson in 2000, students' case histories were used. The author is a lecturer who experiences the students coming to them with what could be termed as emotional aspects of writing. By this, students who are procrastinating and difficulties finishing their assignments or students who rewrite one paragraph over and over again. As such, this relationship between lecturers and students could only indicate that lecturers are well-placed to provide students with emotional support when it comes to orienting themselves to life at university. Learning development emerged as a response to the massification of higher education. With more diversity in the sector, universities, however, have not adapted as much as they could to include students from different backgrounds. Skills departments were set up with university to challenge the notion that a lack of student skill was the problem. Yet, university failed to meet their needs. Rather than seeing students and their needs as problematic, learning development identifies aspects of learning environments which are inadequate. And so this paper not only adopts the deficit model, but to address the structural barriers that make academic writing such an emotive issue. Academic writing is central to the experience of being at university. It can shape our identity and how we see ourselves as being a student. And as such, our emotion shows us how power affects our bodies and how it can help us to understand the difference between ourselves and others. Therefore, it is not surprising that academic writing should be proven to be so emotionally charged. Firstly, writing and emotion. Writers face three types of challenges. Emotional challenges, practical challenges and technical challenges. However, there is little research conducted into the role emotion plays in the writing process. Brand, in 1990, studied the emotions of 191 writers 
where during writing, emotion, positive emotion that is, such as happiness or excitement, rose, and negative passive emotion, such as boredom and confusion, decreased. Negative active emotions, such as anxiety and frustrations, increased when actually writing, but dropped off at the end of the session. Relief and satisfaction peaked after a writing session. However, less skilled writers were more easily satisfied with their work than writers who were classed as more skills. Which showed that while relief may be a positive emotion, it does not always have the positive impact on the quality of writing, as this satisfaction can spur writers on to improve their work. This shows that the relationship between confidence and writing is complicated, and there is no one-size-fits-all approach. Another challenge students face is that recursive nature of writing is often hidden, which can lead students' writers to judge their first draft by the standards of others' writers' final products. While they found it challenging to share early draft with others, it helped to see that other people' early draft were similar to theirs. Here, the role of learning developers facilitate that transparency between students, making invisible aspects of the study visible to other students. Being emotionally connected with the academic writing could, in additionally, facilitate the students to reflect on their own experience. Though emotional connections to the subject are often not acknowledged. A defining characteristic of academic writing is that it demonstrates critical thinking. The literature has previously challenged the convention that critical thinkers should be emotionally detached from the topic they study, arguing that this emotional connection can form the heart of critical thinking. Likewise, with this article's author, they too experience that students are often thinking critically about their subject, but not sure if they are allowed to express this in their writing. Writing identity is another aspect described in this paper. The theory of learning identities can be useful to understand writing and emotions and how this links to power and identity. Writing is central to the experience of being part of the university, and as such, forms a core part of our identity as students or academics. The concept of learning identities is valuable in that it helps to understand students' emotional responses to writing in the wider context of their lives. This relates strongly to the challenges students may experience involving academic writing and emotions. If we want to provide students support, it needs to be effective and consider their identity and situations. Academic writing is a key site where students develop their learning identity. The literature has argued that being able to have an open discussion around students' writing anxiety is important, but not acknowledging identity-based barriers could seriously disadvantage particular students who had previously unhelpful educational experiences. As such, the concept of learning identity is relevant to all. The author of this paper draws on their research to provide examples of case histories, parts of a longitudinal study of transitions for young people who were considered by their school. To have special educational needs, life history interviews conducted were focused on their experiences of school, career aspirations, and any support they received. The two examples drew on two students who were studying courses that were more practical based, where academic writing was central to their learning identities and their ideas about the sorts of person who could be at university. This reflects how central writing is to dominate discourses about learning and who is successful learner. As such, it shapes students' learning identity. Whether someone sees himself as a low or high achiever, or someone who has special educational needs, has a link to their writing history. However, in higher education, students will have some positive experiences to draw upon, even though they might not always be able to recognise this. 
Therefore, students see themselves as learners and they see the role of writing as something to be feared or something that is part of, but not the decisive part of being a student is important. The uses of identity, writing and emotions are areas where students can be supported at university. While many students have developed coping strategies, they have, after all, successfully entered university under the same criteria as their neurotypical peers. They often lack confidence in their writing ability and some even fear that their coping strategy means that they are doing it wrong. Sharing experiences can help break down the power dynamic between student and lecturer and give students some confidence in their own ways of working. When students bring out their past experience of studies, it's often because they are trying to make sense of themselves as learners or constructing their own identity. Overall, this paper highlights that experiencing a range of emotions is a normal part of the writing process. This does not need to be a negative thing and some level of productive discomfort is to be expected. Making students aware of this and helping them understand the recurrent nature of writing can help students manage the emotional aspects of writing, as can help them to develop their own self-awareness around their own feelings and approaches to writing. The concept of learning identity understands how students see themselves as learners. And in order to tackle the emotional challenges associated with academic writing, students need to understand how they developed. As a result, focusing on the emotions related to academic writing can help students to develop new ways of working and a more positive learning identity. And that's it. So, if you found this paper interesting about the power of writing and emotions of it, please do read the paper yourself. Details are in the show notes. Hope you have listened as much as I try to summarise it. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast and be sure to like it and share it on social media. So you can come back and listen to another Chimichaga challenge as I attempt to summarise another paper. Thank you so much for your time and tuning into the Education Burrito. Join us next time as we unwrap the ins and outs and highs and lows of learning and teaching in the Education Burrito. Chimichaga 